A thief can steal property, but that does not confer the right of ownership on the thief. We had a hearing in the Senate Judiciary Committee. We produced a Facebook ad that had a phony committee. It was blasting Hillary Clinton, and it was paid for with rubles from Russia. Stay out of this hemisphere, and don't try to start your plans and your conspiracies over here. The Russian Federation Council's Commission on Protecting State Sovereignty and Preventing Foreign Interference published its first major report on Monday, March 5th. Much of the 83-page document is a digressive look at America's history of meddling in various countries' domestic affairs over the past half-century. In their introduction, the Commission members write that this study is an objective analysis based on reliable data. Medusa took a closer look at the report and found that a significant part of its data was taken from an article written by a postdoctoral fellow at Carnegie Mellon University in September 2016, with some additional excerpts copied from a book by the Stalinist pseudo-historian Igor Pikalov, plus a bit lifted from Wikipedia. So what will I talk about on today's episode of The Russia Guy? First, what did the Federation Council Commission steal from? Second, how do we know the Commission basically copy-pasted this? And third, why did the Commission take from these sources in the first place? So what exactly did the Commission steal? The Russian Senate's report has plenty of footnotes, 139 to be exact, but Medusa found that the heart of the study is based on an academic article that the Senators didn't actually read. The report states that the U.S. committed more than 100 clear acts of deliberate and gross interference in the affairs of more than 60 countries in Europe, Asia, Africa, and Latin America from 1946 to the year 2000. In September 2016, the Conflict Management and Peace Science Academic Journal published a paper by Dove H. Levin titled Partisan Electoral Interventions by the Great Powers, introducing, introducing the PEIG dataset. PEIG is Partisan Electoral Interventions by Great Powers. I guess P didn't make it in. The second P. Anyway, using the same time frame as Russia's Senate, Levin devised his own methodology to determine that the United States was responsible for 117 interventions, and the USSR and Russian Federation were responsible for 36 in that same time frame. In a story published on February 17, 2018, just days before the Russian Senate Commission concluded its study, the New York Times cited Levin's article and summarized his findings. The Russian Commission's report adapted the information in this story without acknowledging it, and it also pretends not to lift passages from other sources. The weird sourcing in this report is key to understanding how flawed the research is. Even a cursory examination raises questions about the senator's strange approach to sourcing. Several of the footnotes are copied largely from Wikipedia, though the document's authors try to pass off some of this information as material from an English-language book. The text before these citations, however, is virtually identical to the first three paragraphs of the Russian Wikipedia article 
for the 1960-1965 Congo crisis. Writing about America's role in the Guatemalan coup, the commissioner's authors apparently lifted excerpts from Igor Pekalov's book, The CIA and Other U.S. Intelligence Agencies, without ever citing him. In some places, the Federation Council's report apparently revises his text, but there are also nearly unchanged passages. Why would the Federation Council write its report this way? The inescapable conclusion is that the people responsible for this document are poor scholars, to put it gently. Previously, the Commission's members have offered far smaller numbers when describing American foreign meddling. Medusa speculates that they seized on the New York Times story without actually reading the source material. For instance, the senators accused the newspaper of attributing Soviet interventions in foreign countries to the Russian Federation. If the commission members had actually read Levin's study, however, they'd know that he accounts for the collapse of the USSR and that his data set includes three examples of post-Soviet Russian meddling in democracies abroad. It's noteworthy that the Federation Council's report says the U.S. has meddled abroad more than 100 times, but the document only specifies a couple dozen typical examples. At no point in the study does the commission list every American intervention. On Levin's website, meanwhile, you can download a complete list of all known U.S. and Soviet Russian partisan electoral interventions. The New York Times story only came out a couple of weeks ago, which means the commission's members had to scramble to incorporate Levin's findings into their report. So now you know what the Russian Senate copied to accuse the U.S. of widespread foreign meddling. You know the evidence that senators didn't read key source material, and you have some idea why the Russian Commission resorted to these tactics. But what's the gist of all this? What does it say about Russia's Senate that it uses these sources with such scholarly incompetence? One of the most remarkable things about the report is the explanation its authors give for why the New York Times summarized Dove Levin's electoral interventions research in a story on February 17th. The Russian senators claim the American establishment apparently hoped to preempt their report by acknowledging some but not all of the meddling instances Moscow had supposedly uncovered. The Commission's work is followed closely in the United States, the study claims ridiculously, arguing that American officials were eagerly awaiting the Russian Senate's rigorous analysis. It's also noteworthy that Igor Pikalov, whose book provided some of the Commission's data on American interference in Guatemala, is actually a Stalinist pseudo-historian. According to reporters, Pekalov fought with pro-Russian separatists in Luhansk also in 2014. Two years later, a video appeared online showing him apologizing to the English people for his defense of Stalin's deportation of the North Caucasian peoples. In other words, the report seems to reveal at least three disturbing things about the senators on the State Sovereignty Commission. First, they're miserable at gathering evidence and presenting it honestly. Second, they're cynical enough to mask their own incompetence in the absurd idea that the New York Times tried to limit the damage of their research. And third, they not only read, but apparently trust the work of a phony historian. Pagadat na karala, oi la la, oi la la, 